So hello and welcome to this podcast on India Independent Films. My name is Shashi Mukherjee and today with me is the writer of Scam 1992 Saurav Day who has also written another series called Inside Edge Seasons 1 and 2 on Amazon Prime Video. Welcome Saurav. It's a pleasure to be talking to you. Congratulations. And how are you? Thanks, thanks. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm also good. So before we talk about the show and the craft of screenwriting Uh, let's begin with this a fun question like uh, how has your life been in this lockdown being a writer has it been a blessing or are you also getting pissed off like all of us could you tell me so the beginning lockdown was really difficult i mean uh, it was it, it, i i i went into a it's not really as a depressive space but i went into a dark space where uh, this whole thing about not being able to, i i'm mostly an outdoor person so i like to go out i like to walk and all that okay. and since this this forced isolation was actually doing i mean it was doing tricks to my brain that's one and secondly uh this this fear of corona also and and you know we all getting paranoid we're sanitizing our hands the moment you'll go out the moment you'll get supplies you'll probably again sanitize your hands and this this entire uh paranoia around the whole yes. coronavirus thing completely threw me off i mean for the first one month it was really difficult uh then i got used to it now i'm good actually now i'm i've marked my space like an animal now i'm good i don't need i've marked my territory now so i i i'm okay with this i can live like this all my life so okay so you're quite sorted right now right now yes i i i tend to adapt eventually yeah and the how how's the work process right now i think it should be really good for writers is it uh not really because i still prefer meeting see uh most of show writing is actually a writers room of different sorts okay and i prefer sitting across the table thrashing out ideas over a cup of coffee this the uh, people meeting each other on zoom or on a uh, google meet etc is something which i not very happy about because you keep staring at a screen and everyone looks like they're trapped within uh. a screen You know, we are like all animals looking at each other in a certain sense, like <laughs> in cages, electronic cages. Me, better, I'm sorry. It's it's very strange after a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you we talk about freedom and independence, and actually we don't have it. I mean, we're all trapped in our those electronic cages. It actually freaks me out after a while. Yeah, and I I can't I can't pay attention after a while. So I can't do like a even something like a like this kind of conversation. I find very difficult to do. I understand. Because uh, completely understand. You you keep sit, sitting or standing. I'm the kind of person who's going to walk around an entire room. for anything yeah so yeah yeah it's very difficult for me yeah. completely understand completely understand uh so let's now talk about uh, the show and the craft of screenwriting yeah. i would yeah. i would begin with yeah. a very uh, personal ca- question which the answer to which i want to know about screenwriting is that right. since you have adapted from a book and uh, this is based on a right. real event so right what really goes into the process of adaptation of a real thing that makes it right. fiction as in like we talk about putting the putting the elements of drama like uh, you know, intention obstacle three act structure plot points all these right. things to make the right. boring real life events into watchable interesting fiction so do do right. we draw upon this conclusion that real life doesn't have these elements and if this is so then where have these concepts for drama come from is the question making sense to you because i am trying to yeah yeah it's 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 making perfect sense we can answer that as sure, well sure please see uh, the whole thing is you know in real in reality life is more dramatic than fiction i mean mm. i'm not even going by the truth is stranger than fiction thing yeah. but what happens is in real life in su- if something happens like for example while talking to you suddenly if i collapse and if i die right now for example uh and if that is the truth no one's going to question it because that's the truth yes so real life doesn't have to be logical any random shit can happen mm. but in fiction there has to be cause and effect and there has to be a sense of logic throughout without which you will get disengaged and say what the fuck is going on <laughs> okay so 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 that is very important so in in uh, and so there has to be a sense of cohesive structure in in fiction which in reality you need not have yes so so you we we look at these kind of things since whole three act structure i am not very sure of you know because uh, uh, even in films i don't believe in a three act structure anymore okay okay i 
I believe in a pattern of engagement and a series of attractions that you need to have when you watch uh, a film or a show. True, true, true. So uh, I I don't care. You know, if you look at uh, you know what is the what is very gratifying and very uh, very happy thing which has happened with Scam nineteen ninety two is, you know, we have broken certain structures and uh, we didn't do it deliberately because there was no other way out. Like if you see episode one has no cliffhanger. You know, I mean, the 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 ideal ideal pilot episode is an episode with in which you have a cliffhanger at the end. Yeah, yeah, because of which you would love to go to episode two. We didn't have one because there wasn't any. I mean, you know, this is an episodic story. I mean, you know, Harshad's the the huge market crash happens and Harshad loses all his money, mm-hmm. and that's it. I mean, there is no reg- automatic hook or cliffhanger for episode two, and even after episode two, there is no automatic. Uh, there is no cliffhanger for episode three. Mm. However, I mean the kind of feedback we are receiving, and since I, I I watch social media responses like a hawk, actually, <laughs> and I probably read every responses that come out because that's the only way you understand what how people are reacting to your stuff. Because uh, not through reviews, not through what people are telling you. Yeah. Because uh, when when friends essentially talk to you, they will be nicer than usual. I mean, they not really say we didn't like all these things unless they want to be brutal or blatant. Even I don't do that, honestly. So and and secondly, uh, when you read reviews, reviews are again structured stuff. I mean, uh, you you don't really learn much from reviews which are organized and written in like a five hundred page essay. So the only only way to actually learn, and we, I'm very thankful that we've got that right now in our system, and that is uh, the the, the we, you actually have social media in which. People react to scenes. People react to moments. People say, "Are you okay, Lakshmana? Are you masaaga?" And 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 these kind of things. And you and you sit and make points that you're yeah, here. Even I thought so. I mean, you know, when we, for example, uh, we had we had a lot of chats with the authors of the book to understand the world. Okay. Uh, before we started writing about it, so so and uh, and. Uh, the authors really they painted a vivid picture of that world to us while they were talking. and and we really got a lot out of that so when we realized that arke lakshman mr lakshman used to be in that office we said wow we should really have him and we should have him in specific scenes acha so 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 because we knew audiences are going to warm up the moment they see a personality like mr lakshman uh, so again uh, so 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 now when people react the same way then you know this idea has worked well so this entire uh, social media response which is not structured which is random and which is coming from the heart because no one has to because we are not friends of people who are putting it up or we are not enemies either yeah so when when people social media people speak the truth yes yes they don't know and us I, i mean they so, so they can just yeah, say anything yeah they're subjective yeah, sure. yeah yeah they're subjective truth hmm. so it's interesting to make notes of that and actually you know also understand how these things work very true very true uh, when i if i watch another show i'll watch very less actually i mean i think i i i watch the least number of films or shows for any writer probably in the country or in the in the world probably if you ask me if i have seen this my answer will be no okay <laughs> but if i if i watch something yeah. i also go out and check check those social media responses in in for the same uh stuff to see exactly what people had reacted to there and what scenes worked with them and what didn't so even then i get an idea of okay this is working and that is not working it doesn't really it doesn't really affect my craft or our craft we were a team of four where me and sumit wrote down the entire screenplay and then webber and karun did, did the dialogue drafts but uh, uh we we i mean it's not necessary we are trying to also cater to a certain response at times we say we don't care if audiences think like this this is what we think is true and we'll go with that like for example like for example uh Uh, this uh, when we wrote down uh, when we when we were initial thinking how to break down the stock market and banking jargon okay because we were saying this is not even stock market this is money market this is a money market scam now most people don't even know money markets exist that's the first thing then you have to explain what a money market is then you again explain what a money market transaction works and then you explain that in that transaction how did harshad manage to do a certain Uh, take advantage of certain loophole, which eventually became a scam. Yes, it's like wheels within wheels within wheels. How do you get there? Okay, and and then we took a call that you see, you don't have to spoon feed everything to the audiences. We'll try and simplify it. We'll try and explain it in our terms, but we'll not gloss over this part and suddenly just go to this part and say, "Ha, ऐसा हो गया." Because then you're disrespecting the audiences, and we, our audiences, are fairly intelligent, and we have been not challenging them, disrespecting them for a long time. Mm-hmm. 
plus plus how is this consumption happen this consumption happens through phones or it happens through laptops yeah. even if i don't understand something when i watch something i stop and i google it. it's not really a big deal true true audiences audiences know this is a form of uh, enjoyment or consumption like yeah if you're in a cinema hall that you can't sit in google and suddenly this thing this jargon comes up in front of you and you don't know how, what that is you might be disengaged for the next 30 minutes that's a possibility so we were aware of the fact that we should not be dumping this down for sure okay so even if no i have seen three since i since i watch every review that comes out i, I think there are some 70 reviews of this on youtube reviews as well yeah. in in which three four people have said nahi nahi hame samajh mein nahi aaya kya hai stock ye sab nahi bolna chahiye tha etc i am ignoring those reviews because i know they are on my audience hmm. essentially yeah so so we so at least i watch every response very very carefully and then obviously i i still decide what to agree with and not to agree with and that's going to part of my craft as i grow and as i write further stuff you know aran sokin says this about technical mm-hmm. conversations in films like mm-hmm. the social network he specifically spoke mm-hmm. about that uh, of course mm-hmm. it it does sound to the audience that they don't understand what these people are talking about but it should sound like mm-hmm. they get convinced ki okay we know what they are actually trying to convey we don't understand the technicalities mm. they are talking about but it should make sense mm. to the audience was that thought there when you were writing the technical yeah. scenes yeah yeah so what i what i did is i watched the most difficult film in this genre possibly is margin call mm. because in margin call you don't even understand you know to next day the markets are going to crash you don't even understand what happened and why would they crash there's a there's a theory of a, i think there is a formula or a graph or a chart which actually says the markets are going to crash they don't even show the chart in that film okay but what you know is that these guys have a crisis and they have to solve yes. it it see the it's actually fairly simple how how to get audience engagement one is you have to build a character for which you have empathy yeah. for which you are rooting or which you are identifying mm. with secondly you have to in no uncertain words say that this this character is in a crisis or this character is trying to solve something mm. Now the technicality of solving that thing mm. is something that the audiences audiences never care about. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm. like we we can we can look at the super villains of the world, for example, and see in in all our big superhero films, the super villains are very scary people do, who do absolutely simplistic stuff. Okay, and their plans are never great. It is the characters which are very fascinating. Mm. Like you will actually never see that someone's. Uh, I mean. even a film like shawshank redemption obviously that plan looks looks awesome just because you know this guy was at it for 22 years yeah, okay yeah. with a spoon yeah. but if you would read an article at the beginning which says one guy digs a hole for 22 years it's very it's a fairly simple plan <laughs> yes so i'm saying and and but when you read this per article you have a sense of wonder acha aisa kar diya theek hai you don't care much beyond that but in shawshank redemption you really care about it simply because you have got attached to this character yeah and when the character finds freedom you find freedom mm-hmm. okay so this is the same thing i mean it you just have to understand that this character is in a technical conversation hoga but even if for example for example if i'm let's say if i have built a time machine yeah. for example and if this that's a scene mm-hmm. and i'm trying to sell the time machine to let's say a big multinational if that's the scene for example and the multinational guy asks me how does the time machine work and i explain it to him in 2 minutes none of which is is understandable by the audiences and the other guy says no this doesn't sound good to me i'll not buy it hmm. i have got the scene yes. i know my protagonist hmm. has 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 failed to sell the time machine hmm. i don't care about the technicalities but i'll not understand that any which way <laughs> so i as an audience i gloss over it i actually i am more focused on looking at my character's reaction when the time machine fails hmm. see look at look at prestige it's the same thing how true. tesla makes that machine no one really cares also yeah true 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 Very true. Very true. So, so that's how, that's how all technical uh, aspects should be. So we also notice this very carefully. Like I saw this in, uh, uh, especially in Big Shot. Mm. Though Big Shot has these fascinating gimmicky, slightly gimmicky also moments where you have explaining these things. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, this is that, this is that. But the other parts of Big Shot is extremely technical. You know, in in our writing room, luckily I was one guy who knew all about stocks, and I... that's because I've played the stock market. Okay. Uh, Okay, I have played the stock market physically. I have played options. I have played futures. I have played currency. I have played crude oil. I have played everything that can be played. Mm-hmm. Just, just as, just as a hobby, a few years back, okay. just to see if I can make easy money there. Uh-huh. Like I made a lot of money and lost a lot of money also. So I know the entire drill of it. Okay, and and uh, I would, I, I mean, there, there were lots of free time I had at times. 
and I would just sit and watch all the television channels to understand mm. how they talk about the stock so market. So it paid off. They were giving out tips. It paid off. Or it paid nah. off in future. It paid off in future. So when when this whole idea came that we have to write a book based on the Harshad Mehta scam, I said, "Thank God, I know all about the market, <laughs> so there'll be no problems." Have you also played cricket? But, but <laughs> before for Inside Edge. <laughs> I haven't played cricket. Obviously, we all we all grow up playing of cricket. So I haven't played cricket at that level. Yeah. But uh, I I have this experience of I have probably gone to twenty stadiums in the country to go and watch a cricket match. I'm that kind of cricket fanatic. Oh, okay. Wonderful. And I'm also quite a cricket. I'm also quite a cricket geek, and I know all my stats, etc. In general. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so when we got to writing to inside edge also, and again when I was watching. T20 cricket in general, I was watching it very specifically, and I am aware of all the conspiracy theories that also happen in a T20. So, so when we got down to writing Inside Edge, I had that edge, analytics edge. I had uh, because I am interested. And see, the, see, also I have you know my my I have as I've grown up, I was a quizzer, and uh, in college I have won a lot of quizzes, literally all around the country, and uh, so I have a very strong connection to quizzing and research in general. So whenever I work on something, I try and make that uh, research accessible. I try to make complex things simpler, because also, for example, in, even in a thing like inside, it's even if you are a sports cricket analyst, it is not about an analytical skill you bring in. It's about the analytical skill that looks fun. Yes, it is very true. So I mean, you can bring in you can bring in a lot of uh, great data, but mm. as an audience, if I don't have fun with their data, then there is no point of the data. Mm. Basically, it's the so yeah. I, I guess it's basically the basic human condition of the character that the audience relates to, and yeah. within that yeah. structure, yeah. you yeah. can put in the technicalities. And the technicality should be there for an end. It should not be there just to show off. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for example, if you have seen Inside Edge, whenever Rohini comes about with a data point, it has a dramatic connection to the things that are happening. Sure, sure, true. Like, 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 like in season one of Inside Edge, when Rohini figures out that Prashant might actually be be his his no balls are suspect when Rohini figures that out mm-hmm. because of a certain data point that she has. Yeah, it is not a blank data point. It's for through that data point she figures out that there's something wrong with Prashant. Very true. Very true. Okay, so so the that is how you have to use data in films to for engagement co- co- uh, potential. Very true. Very well so uh, let's come back to talking about scam 1992 uh, let's yeah, yeah, let's yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about the uh, process in the writers room uh, how how right. many days have you uh, worked on this and uh, could you tell me how many drafts have you written for every episode could you tell me all that yeah 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 yeah, yeah sure so basically uh, so we wrote inside it inside it came out in uh, july 2017 and I think in November 2017, the first thing of scam came into place, I think. So, uh, I think uh, Hansul Mehta got in touch with Sumit to write it. And then Su- Sumit and me, we've been writing together for a long time. I was discussing this with him yesterday only. And we've been trying to write stuff together from 2008, actually. Okay. And for seven years, nothing happened. I mean, we, we, we've met half of Bollywood. We've pitched half of our stories. We wrote so many screenplays for other people which never took off, etc. And... Uh, and inside edge is the first thing which took off. I mean, which took off and which was success as well. And now, now we have written scam together, and scam has become obviously a much bigger success mm-hmm. in comparison. True. So, uh, so uh, no, so there is a so basically as writers we understand each other from a very long time. So we really exactly know that he knows my strengths, I know his strengths. So I know where he will be crucial. He knows where I'll be crucial, etc. Mm-hmm. So essentially. When we met, so so essentially when we met uh, uh, Hansel Mehta, we he, he obviously told us uh, that uh, it's he wants to adapt the Hansel Mehta scam, and uh, I was very chilled about it because I thought okay stock market is good I have lost so much money I'll at least get some money out of it, uh, and at least make use of that uh, knowledge that I have derived from stock markets. Okay, so I was thrilled because of that. But then the next challenge was the book, and that the, the, the book is a mighty behemoth. If you look at that book, it's a 500-page book, and it is such a detailed uh, uh, narration of not one scam. Uh, uh, so, in Debashu Basu's book, actually, it is a narration of all the scams which happened together. See, what happened is when the Harshit Mehta scam came out, the entire system was in trouble because lots everyone was scamming, literally speaking. So, so after this scam broke out, 
literally you had cat among the pigeons it was figured people figured out that everyone else was scamming there was zero system in the banking system zero uh, discipline in the money markets and everyone was rigging stocks everyone were uh, rigging uh, money everyone were doing uh, wrong money market deals uh, and everyone was basically scamming and all of it broke open so the harshit mehta scam is just let's say 10% of the entire scam mm. the problem is since it broke out from harshit mehta's uh, from his default to sbi yes it is it has become known as harshit mehta yeah, scam yeah. but it it was actually so the book has lots of chapters each of them dedicated to different different scams that all broke out together so at the beginning we thought okay we'll have 500 pieces of harshit mehta eventually it was in its probably it's 30 40 pages of harshit mehta and uh, and the book is detailed to i mean to an extreme it is i mean so if you if you are someone who likes reading it you will have a ball it is such an enjoyable book in terms of reading the technicalities of the scam but again a lot of it is just technicalities because because the book intricately describes how everything happened and who did what mm. okay mm-hmm. yeah but then but obviously then we are doing only one story we are only doing the harshit mehta scam so we took out uh, the harshit mehta bit of it okay and we created a structure around it now the structure also we we had a lot of debates about the structure also in the sense that uh, you know there is something called a beat sheet that you create that you have yes. 10 episodes you create the beats of the 10 episodes and you essentially discuss so we we started with the beat sheet which was roughly to understand okay we are going to start with his life and they are going to be we are going to show how he how he grew and we are going to show how he scammed then we are going to have this parallel investigative track of uh, Sujatha Lal finding out exactly uh, what he is doing and how she finds it out so that has to be also interesting and then we'll come to it and then we'll figure out what happened after the scam broke out i mean after these people come came out mm. so this was this whole structure but uh, all of it are facts and very raw facts so the first challenge was to create the structure yeah I remember me and Sumit we wrote an episode at the beginning which was actually right now episode 5 or something okay? okay because we we had a different way of telling the story at the beginning we thought what if we start with the scam only and then we go back and see Harshit's life etc i mean there was an idea okay okay so we 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 wrote we literally we wrote episode 5 i mean we 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 had the sequence where the whole story starts from uh Sitaraman being in Palani and these SBI officials going to Palani to find the guy <laughs> so you were starting this show entirely with two SBI officials trying to hunt down Sitaraman that oh. was the entire fun in the episode 1 okay so that's what it was starting uh. yeah so so uh, then it became a linear story all, linear you made it linear yeah, yeah all of us thought it was a great beginning so basically we we sent it to you know i mean whenever you're working with new people essentially you send episode 1 and you're actually a little scared hmm. you're thinking that you, you don't know what they're going to say uh-huh. so <laughs> yeah So 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 Hansel sir read it and he was happy about it and he said you know this is very good writing and I really like the way you guys have written it but somehow I can't connect I don't know what is happening I I know that I, I can understand what is happening but I can't feel Harshad because I don't I don't know what he is I guess I just see he's a huge he's a he's a savvy guy who's come out with Lexus etc etc I just don't know beyond anything beyond that so maybe we should try out different structure for this okay. So we said, okay, fine. Let's then then let's do do one thing. Let's go back to the beginning, mm. and 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 then again, how do you introduce him? We had we had we had incidents. So so the right now the cold open that you have of episode one when Sharad Bilari comes to Rhymes of India, yeah. that is that is one of the few ideas we had to start the show because we we were trying to figure out what are the things that are, that are possible. and and that structure also came much later we were starting very in, in a linear way we started off with one of harshit's live events which we thought was great fun mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. and that event right now is not in the film anymore i mean in the show anymore we have cut that out because it wasn't fitting in later on okay so 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 there we thought it's a better idea to go linear only and uh, now again there's a problem when you do a linear thing about a person you cover some 20 25 years because uh, how do you fill the gaps i mean and and luckily at least in harshit mehta in the harshit mehta story we at least have uh, 7 8 uh, eight episodes which are happening uh, in in a, in a time period of one or two years but how do you show 25 years so we had to go back to a voice over because we thought that simplicity of narrating the story and also we had another thing in mind and that for the younger audiences today for example and people those who are let's say in the 20s early 20s etc uh it's very important for them to understand the value of money like 
like for example if you say that a that a, that a cinema ticket was available in 80s for 5 rupees mm. and now they pay 200 for it when you do that they understand okay this was 40 times more okay yes very so true. so 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 how do you explain that how money has changed in 20 years in 30 years mm-hmm. so that was one thing we were conscious of so we we constantly try and try and put these things that he he pays one half lakh to buy a flat in kandivli i mean now people will think oh my god you're buying a flat for one half lakh which means it now it costs for 60 70 more times or maybe a crore or whatever yeah so we we try to maintain this correlation with money throughout the story that's one thing the other thing was we try to figure out we also had to explain a bit how it is were because uh, though it 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 got went into the realm of slight slight spoon feeding but it was good for the audiences to get into that you know at times there is a problem with, that happens in in film and i and i often notice it that filmmakers get to to self indulgent to say no no i'll not do this i'll not you not for you voice over i'll not yeah. use this that's a cheap quote <laughs> yeah yeah ha to ye sab karke kabhi kabhi kya hota hai they make the narration very difficult and then they make it a lot less accessible which is perfectly fine as a filmmaker you can do whatever you want to but we if you think we have a great compelling story for example then you also have a responsibility to make it more accessible i think at a certain level so that everyone can enjoy the story i mean that's how i think epics have uh, came into uh, epics came into being like like ramayana mm. mahabharat the lead odyssey they are all accessible in a certain way because uh, the writers of the wrote yeah. it they, they they didn't dumb it down they didn't uh, spoon feed people they still made it something that everyone can connect to and i think there is a responsibility even like in narcos there is a voice over for that matter true true okay true, true. and without the voice over that film, that that show would not be done mm-hmm. so i think that was the first thing to take that we should use a voice over and if we do then how do we use it etc those are the technical things we are also constantly concerned about so once we got into it me and sumit did the screenplay and the first draft dialogues of the whole thing mm-hmm. as a process so after we wrote five episodes yeah. then uh, webber vishal came into picture and he wrote one draft of the dialogues and then karan vyas came into picture and wrote another draft of dialogues and both of them contributed hugely to our dialogues and made it what it is today right now and i'll give them a lot of credit for the way they they spun their words and they their excellent words with both of them actually very true very and true. They, how they brought in their ideas and how how they made certain uh, slightly drier parts a, a lot more fun so 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 that so so those things have really contributed to the entire uh, thing because we also think this financial uh, thriller this is business how do you keep the audience engaged and some of these so called fitima dialogues have really helped to, to loosen things up <laughs> yeah yeah i mean uh, huh. concerning and, and, yeah. and i'm i'm yeah i'm glad we have them actually because we had so much fun when they got written down and got narrated so with our audience will have as much fun when they watch it so did, did so you fix the, the tone uh, with the director before writing as in uh, you know talking about hansel mehta's work like uh, th- this mm-hmm. is not what we have seen before shahid is quite mm-hmm. different omerta is quite different mm-hmm. aligarh is quite different mm-hmm. scam 1992 it's mm-hmm. uh, since you talked about ctmar dialogue so Did you have this conversation with uh, him right before the uh, writing process started? That this is going to be different. No, you know the tone is going to be different. No, I think this was this was I think work in progress. See, I'll tell you also what happened at times. There is an advantage of when you write something for over a period of time. So we started writing this sometime in November. So we got in. I mean, we got in touch in November 2017. Let's say in 2018, the beginning maybe started. Uh, let's say writing. Okay, before that we had this extensive research thing. Yes. So, despite now what happens is, uh, one to we we spoke a lot with the authors. I mean, I think mm-hmm. we spent hours talking to them. And see, there are two aspects to it. One is to explain. Okay, there are there are three different uh, universes here, which we all got concerned about. One is the banking universe. Okay. Now, none of us are bankers. How do you how do you write banking uh, terminology in a cohesive manner? When when two top bankers talk, how do they talk? For example, mm. that's one important that, thing. That that should be engaging to the audience also, at the same yes, time. Yes, yes. Okay, uh, and we were absolutely clueless about. It. Let let let's face it. Okay, okay. that's one. Second is the the stock market jargon. I knew, I knew because I knew. I mean, since I've watched television for so long, uh, business channels all the time. I've seen all these top stock market guys talking. I know stock market jargon like the back of my hand. Okay. Uh, and obviously, uh, so so that is easy. So that is the easiest thing to crack. Obviously. to make it more accessible was was another uh, part but if i if i wouldn't have had the idea of how stock markets work it would have been more difficult simple 
and also if you don't know how stock markets work it's going to be very difficult for you to read the book also because the book is for a slightly uh, erudite reader who understands okay. how markets work okay though the book explains things extremely ni- nicely but there are stock market like shorting for example now shorting is something which is such a uh, unique thing in the markets in real life you have no shorting mm-hmm. like every time i would try to explain what shorting is to let's say a, a to a co-writer or to an actor they would have no clue and you have to really explain how shorting works because shorting is not selling i mean sh- i mean to 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 bet against a stock that it's going to go down is something it is so unique to the stock market arena it's very difficult for people to understand also so but 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 the book really helped us to fix the banking terminology because the book have has a lot of banking terms and we understood if you have short crisp dialogues which with those terms only it will sound like proper banking conversation and if you look at it all of citibank or sbi's discussions are short and crisp and technical which 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 helps you also because the the, the scenes i mean the, the 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 scenes start and finish quickly so even if you are getting stuck slightly with banking terminology though there is inherent drama in that it's not holding you for 5 minutes they are going away in one one and a half minutes yeah, yeah. the the third thing and this was very crucial to crack is how do you create an independent journalist track which is which is almost like an investigative journalist making it completely logical and true i mean a lot of i've seen a lot of journalists and a lot of top media people have praised how the, i mean they really like the fact that the journalist track looks very authentic so one of them is obviously uh, sujitha dalal ms sujitha dalal helped us a lot on this okay i mean she really she really uh, told us a lot about how she went about her process so we note noted that down and we got an arc we got a peek into her mind actually how nice so even if things that we've dramatized for things that we've dramatized before and after over and above what she went through we we once we understood the character we knew okay to now this is the way this character is going to behave that becomes easy mm. we, we got the crux of the character so putting a beginning and an end to it was easy So, yeah. so these are the ways we went about trying to create an authentic space for all the three fields: banking, stock markets, and journalism. Uh, uh, journalism. Yeah. But getting back to stock markets, it's a very interesting thing which happened in episode two, for example, when uh, Harshad and Ashwin are talking. I'll give you an example. It's going to be easier for you to understand sure. how we went about sure. this. And they are discussing that uh, uh, Mrs. Gandhi has been shot. So now there is everyone's mourning in the country. What are we? What are we going to do? Are we going to buy? Are we going to sell? Mm. Okay. So the first draft of dialogues that we had written, me and Sumit, uh, uh, since we write first draft dialogues all the time, uh, and send it to uh, Hansel sir also was uh, we wrote so we wrote this in very simple terms. कि खरीदना है, बेचना है, etc. etc. Okay, and and he read it and he said, listen, I have a, I have an issue with this, and that is uh, Harshad and Ashwin are two of the brightest minds of the 80s and 90s. Okay, and he, it seems like they are talking like uh, 14 year olds. <laughs> okay. I really want them to talk the way they would actually talk in real life. Mm. So you did this and without said, knowing. Okay. You thought this these are going to be the dialogues like or, or did you just write it for the sake of writing for that time? No 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 let, let me explain the process oh, sorry, to you sir. So when yeah. you when you write when you write an episode you write all the dialogues which are like the first draft dialogues. Okay okay. And 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 those dialogues are I mean if you look at the credits we also have additional dialogue credits in the show mm-hmm. because you write you write a lot of dialogues you write a lot of punchlines you try and you try and write it as if this is the last draft going out. Okay. And then the dialogue writers when they come on board then they also they rewrite a lot of dialogues they bring in a lot more ideas they rewrite a lot more fun lines they may they may add a lot of fun in a certain scene. Mm. So the whole dialogue writing works a different process. Okay. But when you're writing screenplay along with the first draft dialogue, you are writing it as if this is the last draft. Okay. Everything. Okay, I got it. Yeah. So also, so you set the tone there only. So, so for example, if 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 when a, when a dialogue writer comes in in a, in a screenplay which is written professionally, by the by the tone they can figure out. Okay, this is the tone now. How do I improve on the scene given dialogue? How do I bring in more innovation here? How do I bring in more ideas here? How do I make it more conversational? At times, what happens when screenplay writers just write a, a first draft dialogue? They essentially give out information. Mm. Okay, a lot of times, uh, smart dialogue writers try and convert the information to drama. Mm. Very so there nice. are very thin lines in the in the whole thing. Yeah. So so here, when we wrote the conversation, the conversation sounded like very simplistic by nature. So Hansel sir said, "No, I want this to be technical by nature. How the way two stock market guys are going to talk." Okay. So then, then I became very happy. So we don't have to dumb down. Great. So I we went back and wrote exactly technical the way it should be. कि 
he now uh, markets are going to rebound and uh, uh, i'm going to, we are going to short the markets and it's going to rebound and then uh, we will see what are the resistances and what are the supports etc we've got into all the technical information and then he said yes this, this is the way they're going to talk now let's simplify this okay so that so that's how we got into a tone of how to approach the entire technical complex writing of the show okay 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 so so actually there was a process in which what happened so so sumit didn't know much about the markets and i was the one who knew about the market so between the two of us it was very easy i would i would write it in the most technical term possible mm-hmm. then sumit will say mujhe zara samajh bhi nahi aa raha hai let me simplify this okay. hang on Okay, so that was a very good filter for us to understand what the audience are going to understand because they don't understand stock markets either. That's how you found the balance. Yeah. So then he would simplify it, and he would check with me. Okay, na, okay, na, okay, na. I said, "Ha, ye, okay. Itna dek, okay, nahi, ye, okay, nahi, ye, galat ho raha hai, ye ho raha hai." Then he would actually write down, and then obviously Hansel sir will give a feedback to it as to what he thinks okay is correct or not. So this was the process. In terms of the tone, the tone evolved over a period of time. So, uh, so this whole fun bit you are talking about. See, we we were trying to make it as much fun as possible, any which way. Yeah. See, certain scenes are a lot of fun. If you just look at it, uh, it is just not the dialogue. So you'll see a lot of scenes are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. I mean, if you if you if you if you bring up certain scenes, also like the way the typist gets appointed, yeah, for yeah, example, yeah, as an example. Yeah. <laughs> yes. True. So, so so a lot of <laughs> so so we had we had that thing in mind throughout that we. eventually we are going to have very interesting scenes but however also, also uh, this we, we for various reasons i mean uh, uh, we took about one and a half years to write it yes. in the sense that uh, there was it was a slow production for xyz reasons also mm-hmm. so we started this in 2018 beginning yeah. and we went we went into shoot in 2019 i think second half yeah yeah so in these 18 months what we did is we wrote all these 10 episodes I I don't remember how many drafts must be n number of drafts paanch chhe to hoga hi okay so so essentially what happens is obviously the producers also got into us and producers were also at part of times they would give us feedback as to what they think is working and what they not think is working and we'll debate over it and essentially producers are also very good uh, balance balances they they create the balance because they think what is missing in a story for example okay the producers probably say no why, why can't we see this ye ye missing ho ja raha hai can we get this person So you'll think, ah, oh, this person is missing. So just, just, just get this guy back. Okay. So this is the way we rationalize the whole thing. The fun bit also, we were always attempting it, but uh, Vaibhav and Karan they brought in a lot more fun also. Hmm. So 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 at times when when they would read a normal scene which we've written normally and uh, they will add the fun bit to it and they'll narrate it. For example, then it's like, ah, yes, maza aaya scene. Like like that. Yeah. Like for example. So like for example uh, Karan had this idea of bringing in the hindi film songs for example yeah. like that pehla nasha <laughs> and uh, like propose bhi jab karega ho bolega mehndi se jaake rakhna ha so so maybe all so those also some of the things amitabh bachchan ha like ka time to gaya ab naye log aa gaye bollywood mein bhi aur stock market mein bhi all those yeah yeah wo to wo to ha those things and that like like web of brought in the risk khetwesh <laughs> i mean uh, risk khetwesh ke thing so so You know, so those things is exactly is exactly what made all these things a lot more fun. Okay. And and the best thing about working with 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 both of them were actually they were absolutely open to hearing from us, mm. understanding a brief, and actually doing their best. So it was it was a ball working with them also. A lot of times you might get into a writers' room where writers don't connect to each other well, but this was absolutely super smooth, and that shows also in the script. That's that, true. That actually. We we at times probably explains that tell why I love you and uh, one of them will bring in a dialogue which actually enhances that moment and makes it so much more fun. True. So I mean that that was there and it was it was great fun. Now uh, let's talk about your writing process in general or uh, about the process of screenwriting in general. Uh, do you think that uh, we also talked about this a bit ago that uh, about making the content engaging? But do you think with time now, uh, audiences' attention span has become very less, and it is uh, is this thought always there when you write for digital that you have to hook the audience uh, with the cold open, or maybe in the first uh, five ten minutes? Uh, is this thought there because there used to be cinema made by filmmakers like Ozu, uh, many others who used to make t- cinema in a transcendental way? like everything uh, used to happen very peacefully you know things used to take their time and that 
cannot happen today do you believe in that no i think i don't believe in that let me put it very clearly and i'll tell you why also i'll tell you i'm very clear about this this is i think there are a lot of misconceptions about how people watch and consume cinema and i think it, this whole entire conversation around these things are full of misconceptions people don't look at don't look at reality like for example i cannot binge watch a show i have never watched an entire show in my entire life for example okay okay okay, okay. i have i have probably if you name any show i'll tell you okay ek episode dekha hai do episode dekha i've written three full seasons of i mean three, i've written three full shows if you <coughs> consider in such one and two as two, two separate shows i have not watched a single show in my entire life okay, okay. and i cannot mere se nahi hoga if i have to watch eight episodes i'll i'll take three years to watch it okay? <laughs> so okay but but a younger person who's in his 18 or 20s will binge watch the whole damn thing in 10 hours yeah so i would never say the audience retention has gone down i would never say that you know when i watch a film i have no patience to watch anything for that matter mm. like i i i get bored in t20 match also mm. okay. okay if i have to watch a 90 minute film action film thrilling film or whatever i'll watch 15 minutes i'll take a break I'll again come back to it so it is not about today's audio attention spans it is about how people themselves are structured for example ray for example sachit ray for example yeah. had a, but it was a very quick storyteller i mean in his initial days he was a poetic uh, languid slow storyteller in his in his in his mid point when he was making his thrillers he was such a quick storyteller not one extra word not one extra frame so i think it depends on how like today chetanya tamani is making films are very slow yeah which are very poetic and poetic, slow yeah. and has its own rhythm mm. so i am saying we have a huge misconception about like abbas kirustami makes very his 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 shows his films are so poetic and slow but makhtar baf is so fast and he's so quick for example so i am saying this whole this entire conversation about audience spans are mired with fallacies because people have not looked into the facts okay when someone when when someone is binge watching for 10 hours you can't see he has no attention span he or she how are you doing it mm-hmm. true if 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 i don't have attention span you show me the best thing in the world i'll not watch it my, my body is going to get bored of it <laughs> okay i mean forget about my mind my body will get bored of it mm. see there are two ways of watching a film one is the intimate viewing which i called from a laptop or a phone yeah. and the second is watching a film in a dark hall in a community in a, in a viewing screen a community viewing mm. in community viewing your your pace engagement doesn't matter because the audiences will not run away you can pace up the film as slowly as you want okay and at the end of it but however see there is a difference between pace and engagement also you might have a film which has a lot of thrills but if the thrills are not believable i'll lose engagement from the word go and you might make a film where it's actually a slow burn even a show which slow burn but if the slow burn if i believe in the slow burn breaking bad the characters if i any even our show for that matter a breaking bad is obviously a good example our show for that matter also yeah. it is slow burn yeah, it, it is. is there is no hurry there is no hurry it's slow burn mm. patal lok i saw patal lok first three episodes are absolute slow burn nothing really happens mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. okay so so s- slow burn is perfectly fine there is no hurry if i'm engaging if my engagement will depend on how i relate to characters it is not about plot this is a fallacy which people have been peddling for a long time okay. and now shows are coming out which proves that these are fallacies and i'm very sure about this see i'll tell you something uh, shows are all about i mean some more about i don't know having having written three shows i have a i have an opinion about that I and mean, you may not agree to it as a different issue altogether <laughs> and people don't have to agree with it also but shows are are more about characters and about plotting okay one feedback which i took from our experiences that people said that ha though there was no cliffhanger yeah. we wanted to know what will harshit do next yes yes that's true now ha so because you have you have connected to the character there and you want to know in his life how is he going to make a comeback you don't know you don't care about ki plot point ki next me kya hone wala hai darwaza khulne ke baad kya hona you don't care about that so i'm saying audiences have various ways of watching or consuming content also which which should actually come into the conversation right now so uh, there is no question of engagement and i can tell you about myself i, I have i'm such an impatient observer my scenes are very short also like i get bored of what i write so i actually make it as crisp as possible so that's a natural thing of mine so in fact i am all the time all the all the all the time i'm cutting down my own dialogues and making the scene shorter because i don't have the 
attention to read my own stuff. But I think, but but that also pays off in a way because that's why probably scenes by themselves actually works out. I mean, I don't know. I'm just hoping that. Could you suggest some tips uh, for aspiring writers, like some channels they can go and watch on YouTube or some uh, something, some exercises they can practice by themselves, which could be helpful uh, to becoming a better writer? Okay, so there's only one thing I'm going to say, and this is the crucial thing. I think today writers and filmmakers they watch too much content, which is a problem for themselves. I've seen people writing of often subconsciously when they are writing that actually they are actually rewriting scenes from their favorite films, and this often happens because they don't even realize when they have done it. Everything becomes a reference for them from another film. I think that is watching too much is actually a problem. I think. And uh, there is, there is no. I mean, there was an initial conversation that if you thought if you don't watch, how would you know what has yeah. been done? I said, "Bhai, you, you'll never, you'll never know, na." I mean, the amount, the um, number of content that's being created every day. I mean, the entire world is making four hundred shows a year. How many are you going to watch? So things are going to be done. You can't help it. You can't help it. That is beyond your things. So the f- basic thing is, you have to write from life, and not from, and not from, and whatever life you have had. and not from films and that's very important like you know when i sit in a writing meeting and i'm trying to sell a concept to a showrunner or to a fellow writer and trying to tell them why is this good i have two references all the time either it's an experience from my own life and i'm sure all of us have enough varied experiences that actually can give you great reference uh, fic- reference for fiction not exact fiction so for example for example if i've lost my phone charger in my house for example and i'm looking for it for example and if it's making me anxious for example and uh, if i have to write a scene where a where a hitman has lost his gun and he has to find his gun very different scenarios but i can use my phone uh, yeah. experience looking for my phone experience i can extrapolate that and again put that to the writer uh, to the hitman and probably create a very similar scenario but 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 that is still a scenario where i am writing from life as opposed to i have i have seen a hitman hide a gun in some film and i'm going to extrapolate that that is actually that that kind of fiction becomes less authentic and eventually you understand what is what looks fresh on screen and what doesn't look fresh on screen so i my first thing is people should write everything from life even if they have not experienced much life one and my second thing actually second thing actually is that uh, Uh, you know there's a thing i can't explain to you there is something called an in- instinctive understanding of structure when you write and that happens that happens if you have read the mythology i mean m- myths essentially so essentially if you have read the four epics ramayana mahabharat iliad odyssey that those are your easiest references every time i have to i have to argue a point somewhere i said but see ram did this see ravan did this see arjun could not figure this out see Kern was winning, but the earth opened up and the uh, yeah. his uh, wheel yeah. got into the earth. So, so, so these mythology. I mean, these books ha- are such treasure troves of writing, and these are the easiest references actually to go back to and actually then think back how you are going to work with your characters. Makes a lot of sense. Because I don't, I still think nothing has been written which are better than these things. So, I mean, these are these are your grand references, and you should always make use of the same thought, same situation, and then tweak, tweak it around and actually put them in your writing. I would probably say that all budding writers should really read these four: Rama and Mahabharat, Iliad, Odyssey. Really read these four to understand what complex writing should all, all be. Once you when you once you read all these four, even if you take a couple of years, your mind is set. You know all the events, and then every situation you write is going to be. Uh, uh, I mean, you can you can use those uh, stories and 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 solve your problems in your story. Stories mostly about solving problems. I mean, a lot, lot of writing is solving problems. and those are such beautifully solved problems all the time like i keep giving an example that in Maha, like like in indian mythology what happens is it's a great fun thing also that when there is a crisis and they don't know how to solve it the writers i mean who wrote that they will bring in a rishi who will give in curse give who will come and give a curse to someone and they'll get stuck and then they'll tell the rishi are you have given me a curse what do i do and mostly this is durbasha also i can tell you this and then then the rishi will tell them listen okay I was angry. I've given you a curse, yeah. but if you do this, then your curse actually will get. I mean, uh, the the effects will go down. This is also how uh, the Ra- uh, the whole Ravan and uh, his brother and Kumbhakarna they also came into being like this only in in 
mythology they were the gatekeepers of vishnu and they didn't let the sons of brahma in and that's how and they gave him a curse that you have to be born as human beings and vishnu will kill you even even from it starts from there and it's beautiful how in the mythologies they create these problems and yes, they solve yes, it also yes. and 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 something else have a subplot happens because this have to be solved so once you read your mythology well or or what i mean I mean, I'm talking about the classical writings. I mean, you want to read Egyptian also, or you might read Chinese also. I mean, you might read the Jataka tales also. Whatever you think, whatever ancient things which is which has been there for four hundred, five hundred. I mean, a few thousand years. If you read those, I think these those are great text material for you to solve problems when you're writing. That that that's that's what my strategy is. I mean, people can do whatever they want to. Otherwise, yeah, I I I I completely believe watching current contemporary fiction and trying to extrapolate that. Is a problem because you get into that 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 zone where you're just recreating what you've seen. That's true. That's true. That subconsciously definitely happens, and but also mm-hmm. I I have just thought as in, what if you end up uh, since you said look at life, create from life. What if uh, you mm-hmm. end up creating something which has already been created, uh, and you think uh, you are doing it for the first time, but so many people have already done it. Then how would you deal with that situation? So is it not important that we also see what has been done, or at least run through with people? Uh, so, what do you think about this? See, there are two ways of see. If you are a writer who is writing in isolation and putting it for publication or publishing your own blog, then you have no reference points. Then, obviously, then you you might write something which has been written. But in in my current process, where you actually deal with other writers, you deal with showrunners, directors, producers, twenty actors. If something is so so familiar, twenty twenty other twenty guys, one will tell you the pehle ho gaya. Yeah, okay, I get it. And I'm telling you, still, I'm telling you, still, it doesn't matter. If you take a film like Uran, for example, and you have a boy who's rebelling against his father, okay, you can write the same scene with another boy and another father. It doesn't make a difference. I mean, kya hone wala hai? Just because the boy will probably have a different hobby or different thing, something of that sort, and uh, the father will have a different perspective, and they are going to fight. The dialogues will by itself become different because of the. These are two different characters. Uh, scenes are with different. Yes. Yeah, if you if you look at if you look at Romeo and Juliet, the number of times <laughs> it's been redone, just because of s- cultural background settings, everything changes by itself. I mean, the the thought of a scene being the same doesn't take a bank heist story. Now, four guys walk into a bank. Are they doing a bank heist? Seen that five million times, but every time it's going to be different just because the characters have changed. Yes. Unless you're copy pasting lines, unless you're copy pasting jokes, unless you're actually literally doing a कितने आदमी थे kind of a retelling, yeah. unless you're actually doing that, the moment characters change, the people change, na. It's not 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 much to worry about. But obviously, you have to think how your dialogues will be fresh. You have to think how these people will be fresh. You have to think how these characters will be fresh. एक क्या hobby हो सकता है इसको भी fresh. I can also tell you if, if your if your character loves a dog, for example, and your character and fifty people have loved dogs in fifty films, the way you relate to your dog is going to be your individual thing also. Yes. For example, if I have a character talking to a dog, I'm going to bring in parts of my character in which I in which how in which I really talk to dogs, and it's going to be very different from other people. Yes. That's why I'm saying you need to you need to, if the moment see your life will not replicate other people's lives exactly. Mm. So your life is your only original source of writing. How wonderful! Yes. If you if you keep that in mind, na, your there will be some uniqueness in what you write any which way. It will not be completely copy based of someone else's work because your reference here is an original person. True. On that note, thank you so much for being with me. Sure, sure. And it was lovely talking to you, and and I'm glad that you understand the process of writing and everything else. It's it's glad it was a pleasure talking to you, and it was very perceptive of you to actually understand the process and how writers think. It's great. That was great. Thank you uh, for sharing so many insights with me. You broke down the whole yeah, show and welcome, the process yeah. of writing for me. I am sure people who right. have listened to this whole conversation they have learned a lot, and it should be inspiring to a lot of aspiring writers. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'll be glad if it is actually. Thank you so and much. And congratulations you so again much. for pleasure. the show. Thank you again. Yeah. And all the best for the future projects. Yeah, thank you so much. It was absolutely a pleasure talking to Shashi. We might do this some other time also, maybe in future. Sure, I hope sure, sure. Looking forward. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Bye. Bye.